All right, you ready? Yes. All right, let's do this. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 33 of the What Makes Us Human podcast. Right here is John Lindemann, and over there is J.R. Parks. What's going on, J.R.? Oh, doing all right. Getting ready to go out of town for, for Thanksgiving. What what are, you, what are you doing for the holidays? Or holiday, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we'll be traveling an hour. Let's see. Let me think a second here. An hour east of here to see my parents. Uh, if I drop the pedal, we can get there. And I have gotten there in 49 minutes before. but uh, That's moving pretty good to there. Yeah, yeah, that is moving pretty daggum fast to right there. And it's weird because the exit that we take to visit them, I remember when that was nothing but corn, and now it's nothing but retail. You know, And like eight lanes of highway. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like going into Chicago. They spent my entire childhood widening that highway. I mean, yeah. my whole childhood widening that highway. And now you 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 coming into Greensboro, man, and it's uh, you're moving at a pretty good clip, and you're not stopping. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, we're going to see them, and so for this year, mom, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you for listening to me on this uh, ordeal here. But I told mom, I said, you know, I don't want you cooking like crazy all day. So, and I told her, I said, but no matter what I say, you still do it. So I think I found a way to beat you at your own game. And she said, how's that? And I said, well, why don't you just put a roast in instead of turkey and dressing and green beans and macaroni and cheese and stuff and all that, just stick a roast in and go back to bed. And uh, we'll be there, you know, at lunch and we'll bring drinks and, and a pie. And she, she was like, you know what? Okay. And I thought, oh, there we go. So that way she can still cook like she wants and it's not a bunch of trouble. It's just a crock pot, you know? Sure. She'll probably still have other things. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but yeah, you, you know the the greatest invention since the wheel. What's that? The, the crock, crock pot? pot bag. Oh yeah, easier. Oh my gosh, no just, cleanup. Yes, because yeah. because that home chica uh, is hard to clean after if you don't have a bag in it. Yeah, she would soak until Wednesday. You know, so in the sink. So I love the crock pot bag. The only thing is when you're messing around in there with the meats. Uh, you can't poke the bag. Sure, yeah. you defeat the purpose. That's you defeat the purpose. So I love the crock pot bag. I don't know why I didn't think of that and become a millionaire, but there you go. It'll be something else, I guess. All right, yeah. My uh, my grandparents that that I'll be with on Thanksgiving. She she does a lot of cooking. She doesn't do much baking, so she doesn't make pies. She she gets like the freezer, like the frozen pies, like Mrs. Fields or oh or yeah, whatever. those are good too. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing usually is she usually has about one pie for every person that's there. It's an insane number of pies. Wow, that's awesome. It's just like, this is so much food. That is awesome, man. So, But yeah, um, we are going to talk about uh, Thanksgiving. Specifically, we're going to talk about the first Thanksgiving Proximo. on this episode. Yes. So uh, I've got some Thanksgiving trivia for you. Oh, here we go. An opportunity for me to fall flat on my face on the podcast platform. I don't think we've done trivia yet, no. so this will be good. So, <clears throat> All right, carry on. All right. Where, I won't say when because I'm not going to make you pull out a year, but where was the first Thanksgiving celebrated in the New World? New England. Incorrect. Where? 
that is that's what we're taught. That's certainly what I would have said okay. up until I started looking at See, this. See, I thought that covered a broad enough swath of coastline. Sure. I'd have a chance. Well, if you think... Uh, I'm going to hear Virginia, aren't I? Jamestown did have a Thanksgiving celebration okay. before the settlers of Plymouth. Okay. But the first Thanksgiving celebration was in the city of St. Augustine, Florida. Oh. Oldest, oldest city in the New World. Uh, With a severely city, haunted lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, September 8th. 1565. 1565. They landed, founded the city, and had a, a a mass and a Thanksgiving meal. Oh, they had a mass? Yeah. They're uh, Catholic. They're Spanish. Right. Well, I just wonder what so, the other half of the participants did during the mass. It says that they uh, actually, there were a number of natives, the, the Siloy natives were there. Okay. And it says that they, quote, Imitated all they saw done, so they just kind of oh, went wow. along with okay. it. So, all right. well, I'm gonna I'm, since I got that one that wrong, I'm gonna miss every other question. I'm gonna pull up a goose egg. On the other this. ones might be easier. That I'm one, that one, you. I definitely would have gotten wrong. But okay. yes, and uh, Jamestown, December fourth, sixteen nineteen, they landed. Uh, oh, that's the that's the new about uh, twenty miles upstream from Jamestown and had a Thanksgiving meal. Okay, so. All right. The other ones will probably be a little easier. When did America first call for a national Thanksgiving? Um, I know what I think it is, but I'm probably not going to get it right. Uh, I think the key to all of these is probably that, not what you're taught. Yeah, we're, we're taught that Lincoln used this to try to bind up a wounded nation after the Civil War. But 1865 is probably not the right answer. Yeah, the first call was after the Battle of Saratoga. Oh, okay. Washington called for a day of celebration to celebrate the victory over the British. And in 1789, he again called for a National Day of Thanks on the last Thursday of November, 1777, to commemorate the end of the Revolutionary War. Hmm. And then during the Civil War, both sides... Uh, would call for days of Thanksgiving to to celebrate victories. Hmm. How long has the pumpkin pie been a traditional part of Thanksgiving? You can just give a ballpark. I don't need a specific year. Well, it takes an oven and access to flour and... And we are talking, with with this celebration, we're talking like New World, like mostly America. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to make a pumpkin pie out on the frontier, more than likely. Um, I would say probably in the 1900s. Okay. It was a staple of New England Thanksgiving tables as far back as the 18th century, the turn of the 18th century. Okay, once again, totally falling completely on my face <laughs> with this. In, in it's fact, the worst I've ever done with a history quiz in my life. In fact, in... Uh, 1705, legend has it that the Connecticut town of Colchester postponed Thanksgiving for a week due to a molasses shortage. They just wouldn't have Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie. But we didn't have it yet. A, uh, I I don't know. Okay. It's a good good point. (laughs) Right. I don't know what to do with that. Okay. I guess locally they must have been having some sort of... Because we didn't have it until like 1865. 
Well, I mean, there were calls for it in the end of the 1700s. I guess right. there must have been local, uh, maybe as a result of landing at Plymouth. I don't know. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe in New England they continued on the tradition. All right. Um, sorry, you got me there. When did we start canning cranberries? Oh, 1915. Close, 1912. Okay. So, in the ballpark. He, uh, Marcus Uran canned the first jellied cranberry sauce in 1912 and eventually founded uh, what became Ocean Spray. Oh, okay, Ocean Spray. Yep. And, you know, they put the label on there upside down, too. Have you ever noticed that? I did not, but I don't know. I think it has something to do with the way you, so that it looks proper. It looks the way you expect it to look when it falls out onto the silver platter, platter oh. and holds the can shape, maybe. I am I'm, I'm much more of a, uh, mom usually made homemade cranberry sauce. Oh, okay. We didn't do Never that had can. homemade, I've always had it out of the can and loved it. So, How did a botched Thanksgiving order lead to the TV tray dinner? <laughs> the look he's giving me. How did a botched Thanksgiving order Thanksgiving order lead to the TV trade dinner? That I do not know. In 1953, an employee at C.A. Swanson and Sons overestimated the demand for Thanksgiving turkey, and the company was left with some 260 tons of extra frozen birds. Oh yes, that's that thing where they ended up on a train. Uh, that they were keeping cool somehow. Well, I refrigerated something. I just heard this on Stuff You Should Know not too long ago. Yeah, so they ordered 5,000 aluminum trays yes. to this meal and the TV tray dinner And do you born. know the Stuff You Should Know I was listening to was about the TV dinner? Oh, okay. That's so weird that you brought that up. Now, I will say, because of the, the words TV dinner, I went to the space race in my mind. You went to microwaves? Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And so I thought, 60s maybe? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Not the early Prior, 1700s, yeah. though. No, not no. the early 1700s. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, TV tray dinners were an uh, oven thing before they were a microwave, microwave thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And, hey, Hungry Man's where it's at. When the wife's out of town, hey... I like a hungry man. I like to cook, so I'm going to pass. <laughs> Why is football a Thanksgiving tradition? I have no idea. I I just, I, I've quit watching football, and uh, I, I don't really know. The first Thanksgiving football game was a college match between Yale and Princeton in 1876. 1876? It became a tradition after that. Okay, all right. I all just, right. Uh, I... When we would go to wing it, uh, and man, do I miss those days. Oh, my gosh. Mm. When we would go to wing it, North Carolina, to see my mom's parents. Uh, and let me, I mean, when you say the good old days, you just really mean it, you know. The TV was in the other room, and nobody could see the TV. The TV was turned off. It was nowhere near us. And, uh, I mean, we were just a family eating and talking. And, yeah, so I, I didn't. I think when we got there, the parade was on. Okay, yeah. And, and then Pop would turn it off, and we'd eat, and then we'd go sleep to the football. <laughs> you know, the football game be on, and we'd all fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a kid, we'd do Thanksgiving at my great-grandmother's, and uh, um, a lot of our Thanksgiving, even now, in, involves hunting. So it's hunting in the morning and coming in to eat, and then usually hunting again in the evening. Yeah. But uh, there would be – she had a wraparound porch – 
and there were so many people crammed into that house because my grandmother is um, one of I think eight siblings. Wow. Um, so all her you know brothers and sisters and their spouses and their kids and you know there was a bunch of us crammed in there with my great grandmother. So we and pretty much everybody smoked like a freight train. Oh. So it would be cold, and we'd be sitting out on the porch bundled up to stay warm because the house is full of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, do you sit inside and stay warm and uh, get the carcinogens, or do you freeze your butt off on the porch? Yep. Yeah. Who was the first president to pardon a turkey? Oh, I know this. Dang it. Oh. It was in your lifetime. But not in mine, so that kind of narrows it down. I'm gonna say Carter. It was uh, George H. W. Bush. You're kidding. In 1989. It was that late. Yep. Are you sure? JFK was the first president to spare a turkey's life. He said, "We'll just let this one grow." But uh, the official tradition of pardoning the turkey was something started by the first President Bush. Oh, H. W. H. W. Oh, okay. Read my lips. You are pardoned. <laughs> Which president received a raccoon as a Thanksgiving gift? This is going to be a total crapshoot. It sounds totally ridiculous and stupid, so I'm going to say Nixon. A little earlier, Coolidge. Oh, Calvin Coolidge. Okay. Yep. He received a, uh, a raccoon, a live raccoon, meant to be eaten. Mississippi man who sent it called raccoon meat toothsome. They decided to adopt it as a pet and added it to their menagerie there at the White House, which yeah. included a black bear and a wallaby and a pygmy hippo named Billy. Yep. Billy the Hippo. He did have, yeah. Okay. I did hear a podcast episode about Billy the Hippo. Yeah. And then there's the president that had the brother named Billy. You remember uh, Billy Beer, made famous by. Uh, I think it's Carter's brother. Oh, okay. Embarrassed the living heck out of him constantly. Yeah. I can imagine Carter would have been quite embarrassed by that. Billy Beer. Um, we'll skip these. Which president tried to move the date of Thanksgiving and why? Last question. I don't know, and I don't know. FDR. Okay. In 1939, uh, he tried to move it a week earlier. Because uh, he thought that the Christmas shopping season was cut short by a late Thanksgiving. Okay. It did not go over well. Most people just ignored him. Um, a handful of states did adopt it. But after that, Congress officially made Thanksgiving the fourth Tuesday of November in 1941. What is it with the uh, – and, and we'll, we'll be very generic about this. But what the heck is it with the executive branch thinking that they have the ability to just say something and it becomes law? Uh, yeah, and whatever FDR happened, did that very well. Yeah, whatever happened, that it, it's like if we could only create a document that... <laughs> that, that limits executive power? Right. Yeah. But I guess we'll never create that document. And if we had it, we'd probably never read it. Yeah. Yeah. They sell them at Cracker Barrel, by the way. <laughs> I think it's called the, what's it called? The Constitution? (laughs) Was that That the last question? That sounds right. That was the last question. Woo, epic fail. I'm going to take that class again. There's a couple more, and I'm there. We won't get into it. You spared me. All right. So, 
we are going to talk about the really not the first Thanksgiving because okay. that's that's kind of how I approached this was the first Thanksgiving meaning Plymouth, but uh, as we've learned that's not the first Thanksgiving. But we're still going to talk about it as if it is because so we're not going to Florida. We're not going to Florida. Ah, oh, okay. So. There's not a whole lot that I found on that other than some stuff on a National Park Service website for the area where it happened that okay. basically said they had a mass and a dinner, and that was it. Yeah, okay. So not a, lot, not a lot of stuff there. So we're going to go back to Plymouth. It's what we traditionally learned growing up is the first Thanksgiving, so right. that's what we'll approach. And even though this is not officially a food episode, there's going to be a lot of talk of food on this one. Because I what is, see that Because what is Thanksgiving without food? food? Yeah. So. And you know you could have a whole podcast on the uh, what's it what's it called when you uh, I can come up with words until we get in front of these mics, man. What's it called when uh, the teacher says pop quiz and you know you're not ready and your body responds in ways your your stomach gets upset, you lose your breathing picks up a little bit. Oh, good gr- physiological change. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There's something about um, there's something about food and good times and you go it's like you you begin to produce dopamine when you get out of your car at a bonfire and there's a pig on a pit you know what i mean sure and there's people that you know people you had not seen in 10 years what's up and they hand you a drink and i mean it's you're off to the races you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah so what is thanksgiving without food is a real statement yeah absolutely so what kind of food would they have had in Plymouth at this supposed I'm just going to say first Thanksgiving because I'm going to keep I'm going to mess myself up if I keep trying to correct myself. Okay. But know what I mean. What kind of food did they have at this first Thanksgiving? Seafood. Seafood was up there. Um, Clams. Mussels uh, served with curds. Which that is absolutely disgusting. I cannot. I mean, seafood and cheese. No. Uh, uh-uh. Mussels served with curds, lobster. They referred to the bay there where they had settled um, as just being brimming with lobster. So lobster. That's awesome. Bass, clams, possibly oysters. Yeah. Oysters would have had to been brought by the natives because they weren't in that specific area, but they were in the in the general you know New England area. So now I got a question. And eels. All right, now you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear eels, I always think about that. That's a moray. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the the uh, the silver platter the guy takes the top off of in Temple of Doom, and all the little snakes oh, yeah, start yeah, going, you know, yeah. for some, and he's and he starts throwing them back into the thing there, and she's like, oh! I, I I usually think of my hovercraft is full of eels. Yeah, oh. that's a uh, Monty Python reference. Yeah. So my hovercraft is full of eels. Now, would they these folks that are from, I say folks, uh, that are from across the pond, are they, how much of this are they used to? I mean, they, in England, they eat clams and Yeah, there's a lot, of, a and, lot right? of this same stuff, yeah. And curds. Yep. Hopefully not with clams, but. Yeah. There, there are a few things here that we'll get lobster. into that. That were probably brought by the Native Americans. A lot of it would have been stuff that, yeah, they would have been used to Familiar eating. fare. Yes. Okay. It's possible that they had turkey. We don't know. But they're, you know, one of their writings, they did talk about how there were a lot of wild turkey. And we do know that uh, four men were sent out uh, to collect birds for the meal, to, to, to kill birds for the meal. And they said they brought back enough for a month. Wow. So 
Possibly turkey, definitely things like pheasant, ducks, geese, and swans. Would they would they uh, turn that turkey into some sort of like a pemmican so that they could still eat it a month later since they didn't have freezers and refrigeration? They probably would have. The stuff they wanted to keep, they probably would have salted or smoked or okay. some combination. Yeah. So Could you imagine eating? I've never eaten cured turkey. I've had smoked turkey. I've made smoked turkey. Okay. But not smoked to cure it, smoked for flavor. Right, yeah. So. Probably be like most things, um, you know, a lot of things that they cured with smoke and salt, they would then soak later to pull the extra salt out, out before they yeah, you know, cooked it and ate it. about can't eat it, yeah. But, and these would have been fixed with herbs and onions and nuts collected from the area for flavor. So all these birds. We know they had venison. The uh, Wampanoag is going to be yes. my stab at, at the name. The Wampanoags. Um, That's what I call them. Okay. They arrived for this meal with uh, five deer. So, uh, a lot of know, deer. A lot, a lot of venison. They probably roasted them over the fire, but uh, it's also possible the, the pilgrims uh, may have taken some of the meat and, and made a stew with it. Mm. So, so, venison, venison stew. They might have had ham. It's hard to say. You know, at this point, it's been a year basically since they landed and if they they would have brought ham you know because it's an easy thing to store and bring on the ship but whether or not they'd eaten it all by this point you know they, they wouldn't have really had time to make more to to cure more so if they had some it'd been left over from the ship so stupid question all right pig is not native here pigs are not native here we brought them with yes okay and they went nuts that's oh, kinda, that's a dumb question. That's right. That's okay, kind of how yes. we ended up. I with knew that because the pig bomb in Alabama, wild and boars, and all yeah, of that. Yeah, that was a dumb that question. Just go okay. crazy. Yep. And I bet that's not going to get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Dang it! It's just out of that context of the pig bomb. I forgot it. Sure. Uh, they they had their first autumn harvest by then, so uh, they would have had onions and beans, lettuce, spinach, cabbage, carrots, and but peas. But what's obviously sadly missing? Any kind of potato is Yes. Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. At this point... Thanksgiving without the potato. At this point, you know, the potato had, thanks to the Spanish, had made its way from the New World, from kind of South America, back to Europe, but hadn't picked up enough popularity yet to come to be brought by the pilgrims. It's weird. If you follow the potato, it's like it has these fits and starts. Like it, it'll make it somewhere, but then it takes a while to get up enough momentum to get back over to where it started. Yep. It's possible they had some other plant roots. Uh, one is called Indian turnips that uh, they might have had, but no no potatoes, sweet or otherwise. Do you eat turnips? I really don't. No, so. me neither. I've heard they taste like dirt. <laughs> they kind of smell like I've cooked them before, and no matter how much you clean them, they kind of smell like dirt. What about beets? Uh, my grandmother pickles beets. So when you see beets on the salad bar and they're that, like, Hideous red. Is that's that food pick, color? Usually pickled beets. No, that's that's a normal color. Oh, okay. So like 400 years ago, beets would have looked like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, beets are a common dye. I did not know that. Because of that okay. color. So, Dwight um, Schrute somewhere shaking his head like, come on, John. <laughs> they, they probably had corn, but not like we think of it. Okay. Um, it would have been a, a flint corn, a hard corn that would have been ground into... Some kind of porridge, probably. Really? 
Uh, it might have had molasses to sweeten it. Huh. So, so it looked more like cream of wheat than... Looked more like grits, really, grits you know? Than, than, uh, Maybe so a little they, more watery they than they that. They didn't boil it and eat it right off the cob, then? Uh, that's really the... Is that a new thing? Our sweet corn, as we think of it, yeah. like that, is really the product of us tinkering with corn for uh, a long time. Agricultural, yeah. You know, breeding out traits we like, and or breeding in traits we like, breeding out traits we don't like. Okay. Uh, this would have been more like uh, more like the field closer to the field corn. You see where they stand, and let let it turn yeah. brown, and they yeah. grind it up to feed the cattle. Okay, would have been closer to that. Not 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 very sweet. Huh? Man, we've got it good, don't we? <laughs> they definitely had fruit. Uh, we know that uh, in the area there were blueberries, plums, grapes, gooseberries, and raspberries. What's a gooseberry? I've seen them. I think uh, I've seen them, but I really don't know okay. what a gooseberry is. I've never eaten one or cooked with one or anything. Do you eat blueberries? Yeah. yeah my, uh, awesome. Mm. My grandmother, my, my grandparents have uh, some great, huge blueberry bushes. Okay. So, um, But they did not have cranberries. Oh. Cranberries were there. But they didn't have anything to sweeten them with. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. So they yeah. cooks really didn't start using cooking with cranberries for about another 50 years. They would have used cranberries as a dye, but not to eat. So how about how about 30 seconds of story time with John real quick? All right. So when I turned 40, I cannot believe I'm getting ready to put this out on the Internet, but what the hey. When I turned 40, I had read in an article somewhere on the Internet that, um, when you know, everything you read on the Internet is true. But I've read an article somewhere that, you know, as a guy, you know, once you reach a certain age, you should drink some cranberry juice and it helps your urinary tract or whatever. Well, I didn't have any problems with my urinary tract that I knew of. And I thought, well, let's keep it that way. So I took my happy butt over to the local food line and I bought a big old thing, cranberry juice. Like like straight up cranberry juice, not like the, the juice cocktails or anything. Nothing yeah, I didn't sweet. Have my, I didn't have my wife with me, so I was in stupid land. You yes. just bought straight up cranberry juice. And the juice. next day, right. I got up in the morning and I opened that fridge and I had looked so forward to this moment because I like certain juices. And uh, I popped the top on that sucker. And I was the only one in the house that it was for. And uh, so I didn't even get a glass. I just knocked her back. And that was com- totally disgusting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And uh, I looked like a vampire that was trying to throw up. That was awful. Uh, and my wife comes in there. And she's like, hey, you're supposed to. No, no, you don't buy this. you got to buy the cocktail. I was like, well, they didn't say that in the article. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, the the uh, the straight-up stuff is, is what's good for you. The sugar... If it's mixed with other juices or mixed with sugar, it's less useful for the purposes you were drinking it for. Woo! But, yeah, certainly difficult to drink. That was nasty. So, anyway, okay, yeah, cranberries. So, cranberry. No, didn't have cranberries, probably. It was not ocean spray. Because they weren't, they didn't have anything sweet, sweet, sweeten it with. They might have had, there were no ovens, but they might have had a precursor to pumpkin pie. Okay. I bet this is going to be gross. Uh, not really. Okay. Uh, so they would hollow out pumpkins or other gourds and uh, make a filling with the insides and milk and honey and spices to make a custard and then uh, roast it in the ashes of the fire. You know, if we tried that, it would be disgusting. 
So there's got there's a trick to that, Jack. There's got to be. Also, our taste buds we 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 want things a lot sweeter than people did yeah. 400 years ago. But you know, if I hollowed out a pumpkin, and then I mix the innards with, I cannot see that ever coming out right. So there's there had to have been tricks from ages past passed down with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the milk part but I, I guess i could see that working but yeah honey for sweetness and spices it would be very close to pumpkin pie if you did it right if you did it right so. you have to grind that baby up good so uh the native americans who joined them uh outnumbered the pilgrims two to one i've heard that yeah uh after you know the first rough winter a lot of them died they, it was it's estimated they were down to around 40 people yeah. at the time a lot of the women thanksgiving passed. yeah it was only like four women that were still alive at this mm-hmm. point and the rest were men and teenagers and children yeah but yeah that is uh that's the first thanksgiving nice as as we are taught did we mention goose at all for some reason i had heard that they had goose uh geese or did duck come or up. something yeah geese did come up uh pheasant ducks geese and swans along with turkeys oh that's so sad swans so i saw recently where uh you know uh the, the great leader in north korea is trying to convince his people to eat black swans that they're good luck and good for you because it's some of the only food they have left in the country yeah i think they're starving over there oh absolutely so That's not they're good. trying to get people to eat black swans. At one point, they announced a couple years ago that they had landed a man on the sun. All right. <laughs> uh, well, so, yeah. given their one connection to the internet that comes through China, they could probably get away with making claims like that. Yeah, probably. So, so uh, hmm. Once we get to Halloween, I feel like the year just flies by. It does. It's like you turn around and it's Thanksgiving, and then you turn around twice and it's Christmas, and then you turn around again and it's April 15th. You know, I mean, it just flies by. You just mixed in tax day with Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> well, I mean, pretty, well, I'm just saying pretty soon you, the half the year's almost gone the next year, you know? Yeah. It's like the older you get, the quicker it goes, man. Of course, I'm, a lot, I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you, but uh, yeah. And you also start seeing that, um, like you're you're an older person in the family. I'm starting to notice that. Like I'm Uncle John. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. And yeah, life's passing by, so you want to enjoy it. So, but no sermon this week. I kind of dropped a, a short homily on everybody about enjoying Thanksgiving <laughs> last week. But yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to filling my face, and uh, it'll be different this year. But hopefully, uh, Mom won't have to work so hard and. And we'll have us a good one. So. Absolutely, yeah. I'm. Uh, looks like the first couple of days next week, I'm gonna be hunting in the snow. So nice. it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be cold, but it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it's gonna be down to 21 degrees here uh, this weekend. Yeah, up there Monday, Tuesday, the highs don't get above like 38 or something. It's so crazy it's gonna be for teens, and which is pretty normal for up there. We've been up there years where it's. Where it's kind of warm and years where it's snowing and you know so yeah we don't normally see low twenties in North Carolina in November that's yeah. pretty rare yeah yeah so yeah that's you know it's kind of like what we said with Thanksgiving with uh, uh excuse me with Halloween here mm-hmm. you know there's Halloweens where kids have coats on over their costumes True. here and then there's Halloweens where you know kids are in shorts yep. so you never know yep. All right, folks. Well, 
We are recording this one a little early, given uh, the holiday next week and uh, travel. And uh, we're actually going to record another one here shortly for the following week. It's a twofer. Yeah. So, hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving, and uh, we will see you next week. Later.